prepare yourself to be blown away by the seismic sounds and scrutiny of... After Shots Podcast with Chris Aiken and Matt Hartnett. Including, I think Brian was working with this guy at That's one right. point. I think Mr. he was. Hey! He <laughs> What's up, Elias? What's going on, boys? How you doing, Elias? Uh, a little bit of a work vacay. Oh, very <laughs> cool. Where, where are you at right now? Uh, I'm in uh, Higgins Lake in uh, central northern Michigan. How you guys oh, doing? Very cool. Good, man. Uh, we're doing good. Although I, I wish I was where you are right now. That looks freaking beautiful. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I figured if I'm going to work and it's got Wi-Fi and uh, I'm going to have to social distance. <laughs> sure. <laughs> <laughs> right? It's like, well, why the fuck not, right? This yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> look, I got, look at this. I got, I got seagull friends over here. Wait, where they are. Here, Very cool. Here. Somewhere. Okay, yeah, I'll try to. Yeah, there we go. How you guys doing? Hell yeah. We're doing great, man. Thanks for coming on. So obviously, for those who don't know, this is Mr. Elias Soriano from uh, Heavy Rock Mainstays Nonpoint. And uh, so first off, uh, Elias, man, how are things going with you just personally and everything with your family with the pandemic? Are you guys all safe and sound? Uh, I'll be completely honest. Um, it it started off kind of rough. Okay. Um, I had my first bout of some serious anxiety. Uh, mm. I never really uh, uh, dealt with it before. A friend of mine, uh, Joe Reed out of uh, Cali Care Group and, and Tour Support CBD really uh, helped me kind of uh, for, you know, for the most part, helped me kind of level out a little bit. And okay. uh, But I've, I've had a great time being at home with my family. Uh, if mm-hmm. anyone that knows me knows that I, I tour relentlessly. Um, so being away from my daughter and my wife isn't very easy. So, mm-hmm. you know, this is a bit of a, a blessing in disguise for, for me. I've had, you know, a chance to, you know, play teacher for my daughter for pretty much, uh, it's going to be a, a year, uh, mm-hmm. once school's done this semester. And, um, you know, I, I, I get to uh, be home with my wife and uh, she is jumping in because she's an essential worker uh, trying to keep, uh, you know, people stocked and people taken care of as as much as she can to do her part. Mm-hmm. Uh, the band has been, uh, dare I say, better than ever with uh, what's going on with our online posts and, and our mm-hmm. fan engagements and right. um, our releases as of late. So a bit of a roller coaster, but you know, the good part about a roller coaster is that you're attached to a track and eventually it, uh, it, it gets back to the front gates where you can go, let's go on it again. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. Man. You know what? I, you just brought something up too uh, that we were, me and Chris were talking about earlier is your social media. Um, yes. And I really, I got to commend you on it, man. You know, I think you're doing it just as good, if, if not better than, than most bands and musicians are these days. Um, you know, you're, you're, it's, it's very positive and uplifting. You're, you're 
interactions, you know, you're keeping it humorous. And you know, I think at a time like this, when things are very serious, you know, it helps, you know, because people do look to, you know, musicians, it's not, you know, they look at them as entertainers, but also to Indeed. inspire them, you know? Indeed. And, Indeed. Yeah. And, um, you know, and, and obviously like also what you guys did with your sort of uh, March Madness bracket there, with the songs yes. I thought was really cool. It looks like uh, the fans wound up choosing when doves cry, there is a winner, huh? So yeah, is that what yeah. you guys are going to be covering that soon, huh? Yes. Yes. That's going to be uh, what comes off the heels of, of in the air tonight. Um, you know, cool. uh, the, the band, you know, we're, we're adults and we're lighthearted people. Mm. Uh, what we do on stage sometimes is is a bit of a, a meme you know that whole uh singers on stage versus singers off stage it's like singer on mm -hmm. stage lion singer off stage kitten you know that's normally <laughs> sure. what, what yeah. all rock acts normally uh, uh get to be uh, normally get pegged but um you know for for us especially as of late let's let's not get it twisted we're we're trying to stay lighthearted but um, mm. anyone that's been following our band, our music, uh, our mission, our message, uh, with songs like, you know, bullet with a name and there's going to be a war and generation idiot and chaos and earthquakes. Uh, I said it, uh, uh, you know, there's a, there's a library within the library of songs that, Uh oh, All right, well, I guess you had some connection problems there. As you see, he was kind of yeah. coming in into that a little bit there. So I'm Come sure he'll, he'll be back in a minute. But yeah, just to to just you know, we might as well uh, continue to talk about that. But it really has. I mean, I, I love what they do on social media. Obviously, we yeah. talked about this a little bit. But okay, here he comes. There you okay. are. I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. All right. I'm back. <laughs> I'm back. Uh, so, so uh, anybody that knows us knows our message. And, you know, I am a person of color. Uh, mm -hmm. My guitar player is a person of color. My drummer is a person of color. Um, so we, we all have seen the ups and downs of, uh, you know, inequality and, and, I've dealt with it more than you could possibly imagine. I've had death threats. Uh, I've had, uh, you know, people call me the N-word more times than I can count on both hands. And mm -hmm. as you can see, I'm a relatively lighthearted person. Sure. Uh, yeah. But, um, you know, there is a, a an importance to uh, uh, the message and everything that's, that's happening right now in the world. Um, I feel like, uh, you know, we've said it for decades now. Uh, yeah. And, you know, now it's time for us to maybe sit back a little bit and, and, and let those that, that were quiet about it for some time uh, kind of speak up. And, and I'm, I'm, I got to say, I'm, I'm really honestly very proud of, of our genre um, of, of, you know, artists uh, like Rob Flynn that speak out. Uh, constantly, uh, you know, uh, uh, you know the 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 gambit of artists that are coming together to really, you know, help spread the message about uh, keeping you know equality and and you know just happiness around each other just going. So, uh, 
I'm 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 excited ab uh, about the times and and uh, I, I'm glad to see some of uh, some of our message really really coming to be. Sure. Yeah, um, uh, Elias, do you think you know? And, and I'm I'm dating back, and it's hard to look backwards, but. Since mm -hmm. since you you touched on this, I'm gonna I'm gonna play one further. Do you think that the metal community as a whole was not ready to shed its racist underbelly back in the 2000s when you came out? Because I I can point to four or five bands that should have been much bigger. Yours being one, Seven Dust, God forbid, Skindred, Head PE. You know, I mean, you can name them pretty easily. And they just didn't get, didn't get the love that you know the Red Hat guy got. I mean, if you if you go as far back as Living Color and 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 yeah. you know, uh, mm -hmm. it's just it's obvious. Um, did we ever let it slow us? No, of no. course not. You know, mm -hmm. at, at least at least uh, internally and and you know you're you 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 play the hand you're dealt. You know, right. and mm. I'm I'm pretty damn good at bluffing. So, uh, <laughs> you know, we've we've survived as long as we have, and uh, you know, I, I rested on our fan base and and our music, uh, and again, our message, and and that's that's I feel like that's enough. Sure, mm. and, and you know, you say that you've rested on it. I'm gonna disagree with you that you've rested on anything. Last two records you've put out are better than are better than anything that you've done in your catalog in my eyes, and I'm not Thank just you. bullshitting you. you on that either. I, mm -hmm. I, you know, I I love it, it's such a weird thing because most times when a band puts out a single, I hate it. I'll just be honest. I you I almost always hate the single because it's usually the it's usually the weak poppy song on the record. Chaos and earthquakes has is stuck in my head and it won't leave. And it was you know obviously a single. Yes. You, you guys know, are getting stronger, man. I, I gotta I gotta give credit where credit's due. At this point in our careers, we we've written ten records. Uh right. I published probably about a hundred and eighty songs. Um so I love them all. Uh the excitement that I get playing them and writing them uh is is always is always the same. Uh, right. The gas that I get out of writing is 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 hands down the biggest gas that I get out of of, of being uh, in the music business. Very very closely followed by being on stage. Um, but uh, you know, when it comes to you know that particular song, I got to give credit where credits due. Um, at the time, we were on Spine Farm uh, Records. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we, we, we turn in the body of work as we have in, in many, uh, past situations with other, uh, labels. And, you know, we hope that they're going to pick that song. Okay? Right. We mm -hmm. hope that they're going to pick that song. Um, it doesn't always happen. It doesn't always happen. Normally they, they go after that single sound. Um, we were sh shocked that they wanted to go with, with that song as well. So when, when, uh, when they want, when they said that they wanted to go with chaos first, we, we definitely, uh, uh backed that play a hundred percent because it was, it was a song we were excited to play 
live as soon as we were done writing it. So, sure. Now, yeah. now, Elias, you've you've obviously gone through a zillion changes in in the career, whether it's band members or whether it's labels. Obviously, as you were just saying. Yes. And yet, I would say for anybody for anybody that's not a big fan of of Nonpoint that has heard you here or there, heard what a day or you know whatever back then, and mm-hmm. hasn't followed along. Yours is one of those catalogs that you can listen to at any point. You could pick any record in the catalog, throw it on and understand what you are. You guys have an amazing level of consistency that is very hard to maintain with so many different changes. What do you, what do you attribute that to? Is it you? Is it you and Rob or, or what? Um, I think it's everyone understanding that we're, we don't leave or walk away from a song until we know that uh, it's a non-point song. A long time ago, I'd say second record, second record. uh, It was development. Uh, A gentleman named... (laughs) Sorry about that. Sorry about that. No, I'm back. Uh, a, A gentleman named Matt Swig who was uh, our photographer at the time said it best. If you walk past a room with your eyes closed and our band is playing, you will know it's us plain and simple. Mm -hmm. Um, So I, I carry that through, you know, through the, the records and just did my best to always understand that my main goal was to write a song that connected uh, but also a song that in one way or another moved the people that were listening to it. So um, my band members always uh, really committed to that idea and to that commitment. And we only chose members that were committed to that commitment. So hence the product. Very cool. Very cool. Well, Lice, you know, just taking you back a little bit, I know back, you know, you guys obviously started back in the late 70s and you, I mean, 70s, excuse me, 90s. And then you made your, you know, really it took off in the early 2000s there, you know, during that whole uh, new metal uh, period. <clears throat> and like, uh, you know, many other genres in metal, it has its peaks and valleys, you know, over the years, obviously, you know, peaked right around the time you guys started getting big, it really peaked. And then obviously it kind of dipped in and you had that metal core and the screamo stuff that came along right after that. You know, but the thing about you guys, you guys never took your feet off the gas. You continue to put out records, you toured relentlessly, and you sort of fought through those valleys until that music started peaking again, which is starting to, it's been kind of doing the last 10 years or so. You're starting to see, because, you know, a lot of the, the new generation of metal and rock fans are coming up, and they're discovering Nonpoint. They're discovering a lot of those bands from that time. Do you think um, by sticking to your guns all those years, staying true to your sound and to yourselves, that really did help, you know, attract the ears of this new generation of music fans because, um, you know, you guys sort of not, you know, to sort of quote Dave Chappelle, you guys literally, you know, you guys were keeping it real all these years, even though that sound wasn't as big as it once was. And I think now it's really kind of helping you guys uh, becoming even more now, uh, you know, bigger than you probably ever were before. Uh, you know what? Uh, there's a couple layers to that, honestly. Mm. Um, of course, Staying honest with your music is is the easiest way to 
be able to perform it on stage without looking like you're faking it. Right. Um, yeah. Uh, you know, I, I, I tell the guys all the time, there's a certain kind of lyrical boundary and uh, musical just vibe that non-point is non-point. I've written mm. pop songs. I've written, helped with writing country music. I've written Latin songs. I've, you know, uh, uh, it's really run the gambit for me. So my love for music is, is, is across the board, but non-point mm. is its own thing. Um, so, uh, us lasting this long and us doing this, this long, um, is us being honest. Our popularity as of late, I'm going to be 100% transparent. Um, it has to do with our attention to our socials. Mm, it okay. has to do a lot with, um, the team that we've built, mm -hmm. uh, our creative director, director, Francesca Ludicar, um, our producer, Fred Archambault, our new producer, Fred Archambault, uh, Rob Rusha, basically sixth member, uh, helps write uh, piano parts, strings, um, as well as engineer, uh, helps us sometimes even in the writing process. The band has streamlined a lot of things, but really put a lot of new focus into a lot of areas that uh, I'm embarrassed to say we should have done a long time ago. Um, luckily for us, we still have a lot of gas in the tank and uh, a lot more uh, records to write, I feel. Um, mm -hmm. Our newest member, Jason uh, Zielstra, is actually probably one of the most involved and curious band members I've ever had in this band uh, when it comes to the other workings on top of the songwriting and his vigor and excitement for being in a project of, you know, just writing music is, is, is fun. Um, mm. But having a, a, a new business partner that uh, seems to want to care and seems to want to uh, know all the facets that it takes to be uh, as consistent as we've been and to have the longevity that we've had, uh, that puts even more fuel in the, in, into the tank. So mm. um, a lot of excitement coming around the corner. Um, having come off the heels of our rebranding in the last, I'd say, year and a half, two years, and then uh, all of our posting uh, you know, events that we've been having ever since we came off uh, of being dark and, uh, you know, the beginning of the pandemic. Um, so a lot of cogs, a lot of cogs mm -hmm. have helped make this happen. And, mm -hmm. you know, as well as my management team, uh, my radio, uh, rep, Bob, Shauna, you guys know Shauna, you know, sure. everybody getting involved to really see that, you know, the band is hyper-focused and, uh, you know, ready to, to take over the world. Sure. Yeah. Well, and, and just to, you know, uh, you know, piggyback sort of on that, you know, with your social, 
uh, media presence, um, like me and Chris have been talking about earlier. I really think once the pandemic is over, things kind of go back to, you know, somewhat semi-normalcy here. It's going to really benefit a band like you guys because you've set, you know, you've taken the opportunity during this time and you've really sort of used it instead of, you know, sitting back and just kind of, you know, being lazy and not doing anything with your band. You're, 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 you're sort of seizing the moment, even though it's a sort of weird moment, you're kind of seizing that to continue to, I mean, not only engage with your already strong fan base, but you're going to definitely pick up a lot of new fans as well. I think through that as well. Uh, well, we hope so. Uh, yeah. We, we planned on taking a very long break. This wasn't planned at all. Uh, mm-hmm. We had Francesco with us for basically a year uh, with a year's worth of plans that we had lined up. Um, but we were going to be gone for a long time. Mm. Uh, when the pandemic happened, our fans and our comment sections and everybody was wondering where the hell is nonpoint. Um, you know, it was, it was just time to do something. So, uh, mm. again, I, I give credit where credit's due. My team, my creative director, my band, my dudes, uh, all, you know, come in and making it happen. It was, yeah. it was uh, I, I'm a lucky guy. I'm a lucky mm. guy. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. And I saw the other day, you guys, uh, had kind of got, I saw on your social you know, media page that you guys got together for the first time in, in quite a while. Why don't you tell us a bit about that? Yeah. The time before that, it was, it was basically just before the pandemic really started to get crazy. Uh, mm. but we, you know, once we figured out that Dove's Cry was going to be the song, we had mm-hmm. to get to work. You know, people are going to want to know. You guys are going to want to hear it. True. You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, you know, we decided to get in a room and, and you know, make the magic happen the way it, it happens the best, which is when we're together. Uh, mm-hmm. As you could see from the post, we wore masks. We social distanced. Mm-hmm. Um uh, I took a COVID test as soon as uh, I got home a couple days later. Uh, my wife also took a COVID test. Thankfully, they both came negative. Um, so everybody's safe. Everybody's sound. And um, I'm looking forward to everybody here in Dove's Cry. Awesome. When, when things open back up, Elias, um, obviously there's going to be less rooms to play. I mean, that's just a reality of it is you're going to, you're going to have 20, 30% of the rooms are going to close. Are you going to suffer from that? Or do you think that the reputation of the band and the consistency of the band is going to help you to secure dates, you know, with, with the remaining clubs, because you know, as well as I do, it is going to be open season on trying to get rooms to play. Absolutely. Um, I'll be honest with you. I've said this uh, on a couple. I'm, I'm getting, by the way, I'm getting eaten by horseflies here. It's, uh, oh, man. That hour, so it's the mosquito time. So we'll get, oh, to, yeah. we'll get the good sunset in the background. Um, so I said this in a, in a couple of interviews and, and I'll say it uh, here. It's really going to come down to bands getting together. Fans taking the time to schedule these shows. Uh, but us packaging up, it's going to take large packages that mm. shows last long periods of time throughout the day. You know, I'm talking doors at four, goes to mid 
Sorry about that. Hey, can you see me? Right. Yeah. yeah, we're good. Can you hear me? Yeah. Okay. Uh, just so everybody has that opportunity. Obviously, uh, there's a lot of movements happening right now. Save, save our stages. Um, and, uh, you know, one of the things that we did when we came out was the Alive and Kicking initiative, uh, trying to get everybody involved and try to, uh, you know, that whole love thy neighbor, trying to put it into uh, the music business and really get, you know, uh, teamed up with your friends and start making plans together now. Uh, so that way clubs don't have to pick and choose because they're going to have to. So might as well take this package, put it together with this package, make it an all day event or sell one ticket for two days. So that way it's a huge package. And that way these, these, you know, almost bands are, are touring together and giving fans that festival feel that they didn't get to have during this whole past year and sure. getting together yeah. and, and, and having a, a weekend of fun. Um, that to me is, is going to help, uh, keep the couple of venues that are going to be able to survive this thing. Uh, but also to, uh, get every band back out on the road. So that way club owners that had to take, you know, a little bit of leave of absence can maybe get on their next, next project fast enough and have enough bands to fill those venues once they get back on their feet. Right. What's it going to take for you to be comfortable? You know, obviously, you know, you're going to... A federal I, I, response. A singular you, okay. federal response. One set of guidelines. The fact that many states, many governors are all doing a million different things. Oh, I, you don't have to wear masks here. You can wear masks in the southern part of the mm -hmm. state, but you don't have to wear masks in the northern part of the state. Or uh, social distancing here, but you don't have to social distance here. Uh, this is uh, the problem. You know, it's, it's, you know, people don't understand, you know, there's, there's entirely too much travel available and happening in the U.S. So you, there's no way to guarantee that this person isn't coming from this town that has been responsible and a little more strict and into this other town that hasn't been more strict. So, uh, you know, I have a daughter who has asthma. Um, uh, I had a, my guitar player, my new guitar player just lost his grandmother to COVID. This is something that people don't take seriously until it's on their doorstep. Um, I will say this, my camp is not going anywhere until there is a singular set of guidelines that not only gives us the safety that we need, but gives our fans the safety right. that, that we need. Mm. Fair enough. Yeah. Well, I, I tell you what, Elias, um, why don't, why don't you give out the plugs for the various places where people can keep up with non-point and, um, let them know and, and and certainly give out the socials because we're not kidding when we say it's, it's the most, it's one of the most fun socials of any it band out there today. Definitely. And, and right before you do real well, quick, we're, we're going to keep hold having on, fun. Hold on. Hold on one second, Elias. I just wanted to commend you. I said it at the beginning of the podcast. I'm going to say it again. The video of you washing your hands, oh, yeah. <laughs> in chaos and earthquakes is my favorite video on the web today that where you're showing people how long to wash your hands while you're singing <laughs> the song. I must've watched that video 20 times. Cause it's so silly that it's fun. You know, it's just so obvious. It, it's just a fun thing. <laughs> your, your whole social thing is, is a lot of fun. So it is. Yeah. 
let people know where they can go to enjoy well, some of this stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you can go to the Elias Soriano for my personals. Uh, you got Nonpoint Band on uh, Facebook. Uh, non no, my Nonpoint Band on Instagram. Nonpoint Official uh, on Facebook. Uh, but if you go to Nonpoint.com, there's a link to shoot you to everything. Uh, Nonpoint Store is our store. Uh, but, you know, keep an eye out. We're always changing things up. Uh, we always got funny videos and TikToks and all sorts of stuff uh, posting everywhere. So um, awesome. it, it's, it's going to be a good time this year. Uh, we're not done by a long shot. Awesome. awesome. Awesome, dude. Well, uh, well, Elias, thanks so much for taking the time and um, go get out of the bugs, man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, I'm getting <laughs> yeah. That, but hey, hey, hey. Yeah. Hey, it's worth it. Look at this. Yeah. Beautiful, man. Beautiful. Look at that. Look at that. You guys have oh, a great yeah. night. All right, man. You too, man. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Aftershocks. For more episodes, go to our website at www.aftershockspodcast.com. Visit us on our Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter pages for more news and information on the podcast. And be sure to subscribe, listen to, and review all episodes on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and all other podcast platforms. For your music listening pleasure, visit our website or go to www.shockwavesradio.com. For all comments and questions, please email us at info at aftershockspodcast.com.